1: Absolute sports betting degeneracy.
2: Hey, everybody! Arch here, and it is Wednesday. Max, what's happening?
1: Couldn't find my mute button. I guess I'm pulling a Rory. Sorry about that. Oh. I was I was in a is different channel. <laughs> I, was, <laughs> I was I was in a different channel. I was like, how the fuck do I get back to the daily to unmute? Oh no! Uh, smooth, smooth fucking opening, Max. Way to fucking go! I, I yeah, um, it's going great. It's Wednesday. So much to talk about, including the D-Gen rank, right, Panther? We're going to spend 27 and a half minutes just talking D-Gen rank today. Yeah, well, nothing else happened
3: yesterday. So, I mean, we, we don't need to talk about baseball and basketball. I thought I was the producer, but I got told it's all football, all day. So, listen, other than Kyle, who's always pissed about the D-Gen score, um, I think everybody else is going to be kind of bored with it. This is the first time ever I've seen this happen.
2: Arch, what's it look like? Uh it's, it's broken record time. Buffalo, Kansas City, Philadelphia, Dallas. That's the top four right there.
1: And then after that after that, Minnesota, Baltimore, Tennessee, Tennessee. Seattle san francisco miami well you did you didn't have tennessee in your top 10 or i think i did yeah, i know i think we all had the same fucking zines in the top yeah. 10 just like mixing it up a little bit towards towards you know six through 10 like i think i had seattle the highest out of uh all of us um and i don't feel great about that but it is what it is uh gino smith for mvp um yeah i listen i think the this is it these are the top 10 as it stands right now but there was a lot that happened yesterday, right, Panther, that could kind of shake things up, especially that number 10 team, Miami, probably made the most moves of them all, right?
3: Well, Miami made the most moves, and, and honestly, Miami came in at number 10. For me, I'm sitting here hem-hawing between the Giants and the Jets, the Giants and the Jets, like, ah, fuck them both. I trust the Dolphins more. And then they make these moves uh, to, to solidify their team. And I, I didn't keep mentioning, you know, when we talk about you know, betting Miami – Tua's still undefeated this season, so as long as Tua stays healthy and his team's out there, uh, the Dolphins, I mean, this is a pretty damn good team. They could uh, still move up a few spots in this D-Gen rank.
1: Yeah. Uh, what, 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 yeah, what do you think of Miami? I mean, I, I, the, the big one was the, the uh, they got Chubb, right? Uh, Bradley Chubb from, from Denver, and they also right, – um, right. Uh, Jeff Wilson too Jeff Wilson Jeff Wilson uh who, who for a guy that played with uh, uh the fucking uh, Screech Powers when he was in San Francisco right cuz mm-hmm. w- was it wasn't Screech over there As the offensive coordinator under Sh- Shanahan uh, Yeah before, he had
3: you know. he had Moster and and Wilson so he's got yeah. his
2: two running So Chubb is assuming the role as Von Miller as like the senior the senior yeah, defensive exactly. player
1: Yeah yeah the senior guy that's saying fuck you we're going to try to win yeah, yeah. that's that's, that, that's pretty much it um yeah, so it looks like Miami uh, definitely uh, definitely made the, uh, the the best of it, but let's not let's not discount uh, um, the Bills, right? I mean, they got uh, um, Hines right from uh, from from the Colts, and so they've been looking for running back for a while. It seems like they missed out on the the big swings, right? Like they they were in the Christian McCaffrey discussion, they missed out on that. The Alvin Kamara talk was fucking heating up, but apparently, I think, you know, New Orleans wanted like two number one picks or something like that for Kamara. And it was just too pricey for a team like uh, uh, the Bills to give up. Um, And Philly, Philly was talking about Kamara as well. No, that didn't happen. but yeah, listen, I think the Bills got better we got a little bit more depth at running back. That's fucking scary for the league, <laughs> you know, and the, the biggest trade, though, I, I listen, a team that's not on this chart, but might be on the chart soon. Arch. Uh, third best wide receiver in the league got traded yesterday. I don't know if you saw that. Oh, I think I think I may have seen something about that. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Chase Claypool got traded to Chicago to give uh, Justin Fields a, a weapon now. He has so a weapon, a single. That's it. League, watch out. It's <laughs> over. It is over. Justin Fields now has someone to throw to. You are fucked, NFL. That is it. <laughs>
3: they were winning without any wide receivers so we'll see if fields can do anything with chase claypool i think claypool had kind of made his bed last year when he called that uh or he was celebrating when they were trying to rush to spike the ball towards the end of a game and he that just never resonated real well with the other players and the coaching staff so i think it was kind of a done deal that he was going to be gone just how much they could get for him uh, makes you wonder what's going on in pittsburgh though too because this is a team that's really offensively challenged even though they got some really popular names some some big names they still seem to not be able to put any kind of consistent offense together now they get rid of one of their big wide receivers bigger wide receivers i guess um so two teams that we don't expect to see in the playoffs at all but i Chicago needed a wide receiver. They needed something. I don't know what this means for Pittsburgh.
2: But Claypool showed flashes of being a really good Mm -hmm. receiver, but only flashes, right? Mm -hmm. I mean – I, I mean, I guess Pittsburgh just got tired of it. I mean, what, what did they get for him? Um, second round? Uh, two, second round pick. Yeah. For so that's year, yeah. I think he was a second round pick to begin with. So good. I mean, mm-hmm. they got him. They squeezed uh, you know, they squeezed a little bit of value out of him maybe. And then, you know, just got him for an exactly a second round pick. That's a great move for Pittsburgh. You're two and six. You got to think the seasons, you know, it's time to wave mm-hmm. the white flag and look for next year.
1: Yeah, and, and and if you're Chicago, you're uh, you're giving the double fucking birds to uh, Aaron Rodgers, right, for t- getting <laughs> Chess Claypool. Um, and then and uh, also uh, T.J. Hawkinson got traded within the division there in the in the North as well. He, he went from uh, Detroit to Minnesota. Mm-hmm. Um, So I mean that Minnesota getting another weapon, I think that that that's a huge get for the six and one fucking Vikings. Let's say that, goddamn. So I teams around Aaron Rodgers got better. (laughs) What 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 do the Packers do, uh, Panther? Uh, What wide receiver did they bring in? They 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 uh, got Brandon Cooks right.
3: Uh, nope, not that I'm aware of.
1: <laughs> they got nothing. They got nothing. They got absolutely nothing. They they are fine with this wide receiving core. They're cool from here on out. This is typical Green Bay narrative, though that like <laughs> they
3: never make any midseason
1: moves. Jesus. So I
3: maybe could have traded Jordan Love to a team for a wide receiver or something. Wow.
2: I don't think, I don't think the phone's ringing on that one.
1: No, 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 no. No. Not not even for Calvin Ridley who 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 got traded to the team that he bet against last season, right? He you know. That's why he's suspended. He bet against the Jacksonville Jaguars now. He wakes up this morning and he is a Jacksonville Jaguar. So, yeah. congrats Calvin Ridley. When you when when you're eligible to play, uh you will be playing in Florida not Atlanta. Um, it's a, it's,
2: it, I just want to ask a philosophical question about the trade because it's a real thing now you know most of our lives the trade deadline was always a dud you know what mm-hmm, <laughs> one mm-hmm. guy might get traded for like an eighth mm-hmm, round pick mm-hmm. is this a, is this a repercussion from the rams is this showing the rams Is have the rams showed the nfl what the true value mm-hmm. of draft picks are
1: mm-hmm. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. It, yep. yeah, I, I, yeah 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 i think so I li- listen i i i I really believe that uh the, the Eagles did it too uh, because the Eagles made that trade for um Robert Quinn Well, uh, no, I was well, I was thinking of Robert Quinn this year in in this in this trade uh, deadline, right? You know, a couple of days ago before the trade deadline was last week or something. Like that, they made a trade for Robert Quinn. Robert Quinn had three years left on his deal with Chicago. Somehow Philadelphia got Robert Quinn for the rest of the season. He's not – he's opting out. He's not – they don't have him on the hook for two more years after this. And Chicago's eating $7 million of that fucking salary. They basically got Robert Quinn for a bag of beans. They just – you know, they got to pay some of the fucking salary. But they're just looking and saying we're just – we're fine to just bring in talent – pay them for a year or two if we have to and just rotate that in i mean you, you got to remember like you know uh before, before the 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 rams um you know uh made made the trade with denver last year you know for for years they they had uh, fucking domoncon sue you know they brought him in they mm-hmm. they you know, they brought in um the guy from green bay the uh the clay clay uh, clay matthews, oh, I mean, matthews. They just, yeah they they were fine with just bringing in one year high valued high price players as opposed to trying to draft someone and I, I think that that other teams are looking around saying, oh, fuck, we can kind of follow that model. And, and you know, and now they got fucked because San Francisco made the fucking killer of all deals. Right. <laughs> <For> Christian- <laughs> and it's, it's, it's not like San Francisco had a ton of fucking draft uh, uh capital anyway, because they dealt it for a quarterback. That's not even a quarterback right now. So I think there's uh, you know a lot of teams that probably are on the lower end of the spectrum that do need those draft picks to build. But the upper echelon teams don't. They absolutely don't. And we, we look at a team like Philadelphia that's absolutely stacked with fucking draft picks or whatever. And it's just like, man, just fucking bring in whatever talent that you want. Yeah. You know, you could look at a team that is str- like a, a struggling fucking uh, Vegas team. And then they probably could have said, hey, Vegas, we'll trade you our number one next year that we got from New Orleans for Devonte Adams. And Vegas could have been like, OK, you know, like uh, Philly's got a, a ton of like power now to just trade those picks and bring in whatever talent they want to win. So I I agree. I think the Rams kind of changed the narrative. Now, how long that lasts, I'm not sure because there is the, the new collective bargaining agreement or the new uh, uh, cap that that's coming into place. Uh, We'll see how that all plays out, but you can only imagine that it's going to be just more money going to the teams, right? So there might be more of these shenanigans that go on.
3: Well, it really is a revolving door of assets, whether it's players or draft picks, but this isn't, This isn't like the yesteryear league where you tried to build a dynasty. Nobody gives a shit about dynasties anymore. It is a win now league. Win immediately. Your window is maybe four years. So try and get your Super Bowl and then you'll worry about you know replacing aging veterans or whatever later. But if you gotta trade a few draft picks to get a Von Miller or get an Odell Beckham or you know, whatever these guys have to do, they'll figure out everything else later. But if your window is right now, you trade whatever you got to trade to address those weaker spots on your roster and you go out and try and win right now i
1: well, think i think honestly i think that's a great point yeah, is well the said. concept of uh, the, the yeah i think the concept of dynasty is is at the window if if you're a team you need to win a super bowl you know, in, in a four to five w- year window. Yeah, like that. You got to win a Super Bowl. I mean, the, the revenue from a Super Bowl goes a long way, too, by the way. You know, you, you win one and you can kind of like live off the fat of the land for a while uh, based off of that. I don't know what uh, you're talking and, about. I only have
2: like 14 Chiefs Super Bowl hoodies. And-
1: <laughs> you never know when you're going to get back. So buy as much of the fucking right. merchandise. as you can. You should see the section of my closet
2: dedicated to 2015 Royals World Series.
1: Yeah, yeah, that's that's going to be another fifty years if you you make it that long. (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) Oh Christ! All right, that's NFL. Do you want to take a couple minutes before the break? Talk uh, what happened in the NBA yesterday. Sure. I mean, there was a coach. There was a coaching move, right?
3: Is is there cool? going on is that how do you, <laughs> you fire or mutually agree that steve nash is no longer your coach and then within the next hour a guy that's tactically still employed suspended yeah. is now your next head i mean it's not official yet but this is some shady shit going on this is your team so you're more uh, in line to speak about well it involves your team uh, what the fuck's
1: going on here max so, I, so here's the thing is uh, when Ime Adoka, uh, he was an assistant with Brooklyn, right? That was the guy that KD and Kyrie wanted to come in and and coach the team. And the team decided to hire Nash instead. Adoka went to the Celtics. That's kind of the narrative that's been there. In the offseason, of course, KD and Kyrie did their little pouty bitch fest. And, and one of the things they said is we want Nash out of there. Uh, ownership said, no, we're standing behind Nash. But I, I'm guessing behind closed doors, they basically said to the Nets, like, listen, you know, he's gonna be on a short leash. So if he can't, you know, if he can't win some games, uh, then, you know, we're gonna get him out of here soon. Dot, dot, dot. Um, I was looking at the Brooklyn um statistics yesterday, right, Arch? And I said, Man, I'm surprised this team hasn't won more games. Mm-hmm. I'm I'm not surprised anymore. I think this team has been uh Kind of losing games, uh, or half, half playing games, uh, to get Nash out of there. And with the the slow start, it gave it reason, gave cause to get him out of there. Uh, Kyrie's fucking uh, comments and 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 press conferences aren't helping the situation. I think Nash is happy as fuck. He's going to take more, his money. He's going to say, "I'm I'm out of this fucking asylum." And then on the Celtics, uh, yeah, I think it's great because they wanted to fire Adoka. They wanted to. After you know, he was banging a, an executive's wife, like they wanted him out of there. Now they can get rid of him without having to pay at all. He's, that's it. He's just out of his contract, and he can go uh, sign with the Nets. So I think it is a win-win, really, for everyone. Nash gets his fucking sanity, his life back. He can actually go to sleep, because that's his big thing. He's a sleep guy. Now he can fucking sleep at night. Uh Adoka gets a coach this season. Uh, the Celtics don't have to pay Adoka. And uh, Kyrie and KD get exactly what they fucking want. So honestly, I'm I'm happy about the situation. I think it's a win 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 all around. I I knew that Adoka was not coming back once you found out that it was like a a finance executive's wife that he was banging. You know, you knew well. you, You 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 just you just knew that. Oh fuck that. You know, if it's that high up in an organization, they're not fucking bringing this guy back. So. Uh, yeah. Listen, it's sad. Like, I, I like the Doka. He, he was a fucking hell of a coach. He had that team playing really hard. Uh, I'm, uh, you know, irked that he gets to go to the Nets. But I think that there's so much fucking dysfunction at the Nets anyway. Uh, because Kyrie's there, that it doesn't even fucking matter. I, I really, uh, think this is this is a, a mess of a situation. It's going to get even messier. And we were talking about oh, post coach bump yesterday. They fucking came out flat yesterday too, as well. Right. Uh, <laughs> and so, so uh, you know, we'll fucking see. Uh, but for the Celtics. Uh, I, I don't think it impacts their fucking championship uh, aspirations anyway, because they weren't going to have a Doka around and they still, they still got the guy that's sitting in the general manager's uh, chair that can come down to coach if, if we need him to.
3: See, yeah, I actually agree with everything you said. I think it's a, it was a win for Boston. They got rid of the circus side show. That was a Doka. Um, maybe it's a win for Brooklyn, Probably not. I don't think this changes their forecast at all, but it probably is a win for Steve Nash, which probably leads to my next question. Does he land on his feet? Does Steve Nash get another shot at a head coaching job? Or are they going to hold this short stint in Brooklyn against him?
1: I think if he wants one, he can get one. I, I don't know if he wants one. I think he might just be done. Like I think he he might just say no fuck that it wasn't worth the stress it wasn't worth this he can go into being an analyst he can fucking move back to Canada and live like a goddamn king right they'll, they'll celebrate him like the fucking uh, greatest basketball player that ever walked this earth so the shri- shrines of fucking Steve Nash over there in Canada um, so listen I, I I think he can get another opportunity I, I think a team would would uh, do it but I think he was the wrong fit anyway I, I didn't like the I didn't like when they hired him. I didn't like his, you know, lack of experience. I didn't like uh, his uh, his demeanor. Like the first time I saw him fired up in what, three, four years he's been coaching was the other night when he got tossed out of the game. It was the only fucking time in like four years that he showed any fucking emotion that he cared about a fucking game. And uh, I, I don't think that coaching suits him as much as maybe mentoring. I think he's a type of guy that, you know. That you'd want to bring in if you got a young point guard that you think could be, a, you know, a, the next uh, next big thing. Like you, you look at a team like, um, uh, like Detroit, right? They, 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 um, who's the who's the point you know, the young point guard there? Um, uh, is it Kate Cunningham? Kate Cunningham, right? A team like Detroit, it's like, hey, listen, man, we think Kate could be a big fucking star in this league. Can you mentor him? Can you get him to the next level? Like that's the type of fucking situation I think Steve Nash would thrive in and make a lot of money from. So uh, I think he could get a coaching job. I don't know if he wants one.
3: I think he might be better served as being, being an assistant. So if he went and, you know, worked under Pop or, or Kerr or, or one of these other veterans that have been around and had success, it might give him a little bit more the, the experience factor that you were talking about. I mean, you never get head coaching experience until you get a head coaching job. But, um, yeah, I, I think he was set up to fail just by having Kyrie and KD on the roster. Nobody was, is going to succeed in that shit show.
1: <laughs> yeah, That's a good point. We should probably take a breather. Hey, yeah, let's talk about the book club. Uh, Arch, is that new thing set up? Is it, the it, new it, thing it, new? We'll see. We'll see. Maybe we'll the on it. Yeah. Is, still, is it still working? Yeah. Before I talk about it? It right works. Now. Oh, great. If you go to thedgens.net, there is an, uh, an easier, friendly way of signing up and getting your three free day trial. It pairs with your Discord right away, so there's no shenanigans of, of when you finally join us for $35 a month. Uh-oh. Yeah, you miss you missed the window, people. Been saying for ages. $25 a month. But guess what? All these guys that are in here right now listening, all these guys are paying, paying $25. I'll say $35 a month. And lock that in. <laughs> that's the next that's the next price you can lock in. Um but yeah, you got to go to thedgens.net. dot net. You you get access to the book club. You can hang out with us. You can listen live. You can do, uh, you know everything before it goes up to yes, the sixty nine dollars a month, Rory. That is our next price hike. By the way, yeah, you know, we're gonna go up to sixty nine. That's for fucking sure. Uh, nice. And, 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 yeah. <laughs> Thank you, Panther. Uh, and you can avoid that price hike if you sign up now and book it over to the book club. All right. Baseball. Yeah, I just realized you probably need to. I know Maxie's in our l- little chat about the pricing thing, but you might want to like, tell him on the side to update his commercial because his commercial says $25 and, you know, like he, he, it could just be like a bad edit of like, Panther going 35 and you can just like edit that in there, you know. Just so people don't I think can. it's 25. Yeah. I can do that. Yeah. Uh, World Series. That's still going on, right? Still going on. Can I tell you about how the bull, the the Phillies bullpen sucked for the majority of 162 games this year? <laughs> can, can I talk about that? I mean, uh, listen, no, so far it's been it's it's been absolutely lights out. You know, kind of following the model of the Braves last year, they got hot at the right time. Uh, yesterday's beatdown of the Astros, of, you know, Phillies pitching staff once again, um, you know, did a great job. They blanked the uh, the trash can bangers over there, and now Phil, Philly's just two games away from a World Series title. You know, I saw Eggberger was listening live. I think he he left. I don't think he's listening live right now which is unfortunate uh because i was going to say he's probably the one phillies fan that makes me like you know kind of root for the phillies here you know he's got a a great story and i I actually like egg burger so he's the one phillies fan that i interact with that that you know i would say i'd be happy if the phillies won um so yeah egg burger if you are listening to this afterwards you know i'm i'm you know i'm pulling for you Everyone else can go fuck themselves, really. Uh, but listen, the, the, the Phillies going to put their, their ace on the mound today. Aaron Nola was not so much of an ace in his first game, right? But still, the Phillies managed to rally back from his shit show. They won that game anyway. Asher's going to counter today with a uh, uh, Christian Javier. Uh, he pitched incredibly well his last time out. He blanked the Yankees over five uh, five and one one third inning. Yeah, man, it's it's hard to you know it's hard to say you know admit this, but the Phillies have the momentum. They have the home field advantage and the way that they're hitting right now and their unexpected pitching. I, it does seem like they will win the series, but of course I would expect nothing less from a team that has the fourth highest pay- payroll in the league. So, you know, I'm just saying, uh, I, I like the Phillies here to win this one, a lean on Philadelphia.
3: You know, the big takeaway from yesterday, you know, you're, you're commenting on the, the Phillies pitching, but apparently Lance McCullers specifically, and it's going to lead into my question about Christian Javier, is McCullers was tipping pitches. He was tipping pitches so badly that after Bryce Harper hit his home run, he basically went down the lineup and said, this is what you're looking for, this is what you're looking for. Five home runs later, the the Astros, I think, knew the game was over and didn't want to tax their bullpen, so they just left McCullers in there. The poor guy got absolutely obliterated. But I saw the video. I saw what he was doing. He was tipping his pitches very, very badly. Uh, uh, And I wonder if maybe some of that is going on with some of the entire pitching staff, something that the Phillies batters will be looking at with Christian Javier, who they haven't faced yet. Javier had an outstanding season. Um, And I, you know, this is the nice thing that the Astros have. They just get to every day, just throw a freaking ace out there every flipping day. They're going to get one of these three. This, this series is going back to Houston. Obviously, they didn't get last night's game. I think this one lines up pretty well. They got to NOLA before. They can probably get to NOLA again. I am a little skittish here because the Phillies did not realize this. are undefeated this postseason. Did not really realize that but I'm going to fade them that they're going to take an L here. I'm taking the Astros for 50 bucks.
2: Yes. I, I think it's, uh, I think it's that time to jump off the Phillies. And I think, uh, I think the Astros get their revenge tonight. Um, yeah. I, I, I saw the, the tipping, the pitches thing. It sounds like cheating Phillies fans and everybody mm-hmm. else in the MLB. That didn't sound very fair.
1: I don't know about that. Um. <laughs> uh, Panther. You mean they're undefeated at home, by the home, way, home. they're not undefeated in the playoffs. They, 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 they've, they've, they're up. Two I mean, at home and, yeah. yeah yeah at yeah. home
3: in the playoffs yeah. Yeah. and
1: they lost to the padres too so they have two losses in the playoffs but yeah and they lost I, they lost one to the braves too yeah so they've got three losses in the playoffs but at home they're undefeated yeah
3: that's what i meant undefeated yeah. at home in the playoffs
1: gotcha well i would definitely want to piece the
2: astros minus the 105 today i think yeah i think they strike back and this is uh this is the time where i say i wish dusty baker wasn't their manager
1: all right oh man yeah yeah. Uh huh. mhm, They overcompensate yeah, yeah.
2: to be cleaned and made so sure everybody were good guys and yeah, it's biting them in the ass.
1: Yeah, you know it's funny too, is is that I think, you know, when 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 I was uh, saying oh how the Astros are such a great team and I think that they're gonna win the World Series and everything, um I totally forgot that Dusty Baker was their manager. There's no Steve Barton <laughs> to blame this one on. No, no, definitely not. Uh NBA, I got a couple games I'm gonna bet on. Let's look at uh Washington Philadelphia. Um I, I've not had a good betting sign betting the Sixers this season. <laughs> I really haven't. Well, I hope that changes today because I'm going to eat some fucking chalk. um And if Joel Embiid doesn't play because his fucking Tommy hurts, then uh, this, this might be another team I'm adding to my fucking banned betting list. <laughs> They've looked better as of late. They've won three games in a row, including a road win over the same Washington team. What just a few days ago? They're returning home after a four-game road trip where. Home hasn't been that automatic win for them like it had been in previous seasons, but I, I think that changes today. Wizards starting to show some of their vulnerabilities, and especially those issues are showing up when they're on the road. So I think uh, Philadelphia gets it done today. $15 money line bet on the Sixers.
3: I like the Sixers to win at home. It's just the line wasn't as much as I would like to eat. I think Washington can keep it close, so I'll probably lean the bullets.
2: Yeah, I'll lean, I'll lean uh, the 76ers with you. They're going to they're gonna have to turn things around. At some point. yeah. Uh, so I'll lean that way. Not going to bet it. All
1: right. I, you know, I had four that I wanted to bet, but then, you know, because of injuries and stuff like that, I dropped two off. So here's cool. here's the last one I want to talk about is Atlanta, New York. Uh, Knicks just continue to be a team that surprises me. And I know they just dropped two in a row, but I, I no shame in losing to Milwaukee and Cleveland on the road. I'm, I'm just saying uh, Knicks have played so much better at MSG this season. Hawks, they've struggled on the road. I like New York to grab the win today. So a $10 money line bet on the Knicks.
3: I'm thinking the Hawks can't lose all of their road games, right? They've, they've lost their last three road games, and some of them, a couple of them pretty convincingly. That gave me pause. I think they do have the two best players in Trey Young and DeJounte Murray on the floor. Uh, but on the road, it was just hard to really bet them. I think it's a pretty even line. I'll lean the Hawks, but I don't like this game either.
2: I'm leaning the Knicks with you on this one. Uh, I think it's really close. (laughs) I I think you cash it. I almost bet it, but couldn't quite get there. Little little hesitation, so I,
1: I think you got this. All right, uh, those are my two NBA games, Panther. What else you got? Would you believe I only have one game? I do, I I do believe that Panther
3: because the NBA I do not like right now. uh, well, uh, I'm actually undefeated this week so far in the NBA. Hey, hey, good job, good job. (laughs) (laughs) We'll see if I keep that streak going. Toronto's on the road, going to San Antonio. And while I think Toronto wins this game, San Antonio, somebody just didn't give them the message that they're in the sweepstakes to, you know, get, get that number one draft pick. They've actually been playing some pretty good ball, pretty competitive. I think they keep it within eight points. So I'm going to take the Spurs plus the eight for ten bucks.
1: Yeah, I I think it was in the the post show or or something like that. I was talking about how you know look at san antonio and yeah they're, they're not as bad as i thought they were going to be they're more like a middle of the road team in the league right now which again is is good for them i think that bottoms out a bit um, I'm, I'm worried about the, them being able to sustain some of the play that they have toronto is a team that i think can go on the road where they've got enough talent uh, to beat san antonio and cover this i'm gonna lean the raptors here but yeah it's, it's a little bit too many for me to bet but yeah, I, think the, I think the Raptors win this one. Probably cover.
2: Well, the good news is if you wait a little while, it's it's shrinking apparently. Open to eight. I saw that, yeah. Seven
1: yeah. and a half,
2: seven, six and a half now in some books. Mm-hmm. Who, yeah, so. Yeah. Oh, Vegas agrees.
1: Yeah, yeah. They, they certainly do. How about you? That's you, it. Who That's all do you, you like actually in that one.
2: Oh, uh, in that one, in the Spurs. <laughs> i stopped looking. I, I'm leaning the Raptors in that one, but not. Gotcha. I think it's just a touch too many points. Maybe I'll wait yeah. for it to get down to six.
1: And Maybe. Then, yeah. yeah, and then you can hammer
2: that. Uh, what are you betting um god damn it i'm gonna do it i can't believe i'm gonna do it choice <laughs> <Troy's> playing milwaukee <laughs> Milwaukee. Gonna
1: eat the 11 and a half
2: i'm eating 11 and a half <laughs> i'm gonna do it i i, I really yeah I, I it seems certainly plausible to me that the bucks win by way more than 11 and a half against the Pistons. so yeah fuck it 10 bucks on the bucks
1: Right, so Iceberg disagrees. He's taking the Pistons plus 11 and a half. That's but fine. I am actually in total agreement with you. I, I, of course, I can't do the money line on this because I'm not, I'm not going to do a minus 700 line or whatever. But uh, I have the Bucks covering. <laughs> so I'll lean on Milwaukee.
3: Uh, with this new scheduling model that the NBA has, these two teams literally just played, and Milwaukee beat them by two points. Now, the last time Detroit kept a game close in a back-to-back against the same opponent, they got actually obliterated and that was what gave me pause here was that i was afraid that milwaukee might just take them out to the woodshed and beat them like adrian peterson's kid uh so i as much as i like the 11 and a half, they're very capable of losing by 20 so i'll lean the bucks
2: all right um there's one more i want to look at here yeah we'll do this utah is playing dallas and uh, I'm, I just don't think that highly of Utah. Honestly, I, I really don't. I think Dallas at the five and a half, I think they can do this. I'm jumping on the Mavs. ten Bucks.
1: Yeah, um, more moral support here as well. I think and Utah is in that same category as San Antonio, where I think that right now, statistically, they're middle of the pack. But it seems like the the indicators say that they're going to drop off uh, eventually. And And Dallas is a team that I think that probably hasn't even quite hit its stride just yet uh yeah a little bit too much for me to want to bet the money line in dallas here because considering i fucking ate what minus 360 or something yeah. like that you know on fucking philly so i'm not going to do it twice in the same day i'll lean on dallas
3: yeah utah is not that great on the road either and they're nursing some issues three key players Better list is questionable, which would give me a lot of pause if anybody was interested in betting Utah. Uh, So I'll lean Dallas, but not a game that I like.
2: All right. Uh, That's all I had for right now. I'm going to talk more about this stuff in the book club.
1: Great, uh, NHL. Can I just do a quick like recap or nod to yesterday? We were talking about some of those uh, those big yeah. uh, plus line yeah. games. Uh, so you know, I said definitely fade uh, Montreal. That was that was smart. But I like Seattle. I like Arizona. Both of those hit. So Arizona plus two fifteen. Seattle plus one ninety eight. A you hell know. of a fucking win by Seattle. And, and like really, Arizona came out from the fucking get go and was just hammering. Florida, like I don't think Florida knew what was happening, and I, I mentioned it on uh, maybe the post show or the pre show that uh, Arizona is playing in, like, in a college arena right now. And that mm-hmm. place is getting fucking wild for them. So like, whereas they were playing in a stadium where like 400 people are showing up, this place is getting packed. And it is it's becoming like one of the go to fucking places in the NHL. Watch out for this Arizona Coyotes team when, when they got a big plus line. Now, there is a team with a big plus line today. I was salivating over this last night because it is the Philadelphia Flyers and the Toronto Maple Leafs but i just i just couldn't quite get there. It's unfortunate oh. cuz be because you need, it was looking like the perfect fucking storm there. It was a goddamn Toronto never shows up when they got the big fucking lines. I going to lean Philadelphia here. Mm. Uh the one game I am betting though is uh the Buffalo Sabers. I think that they uh, they beat the Pittsburgh Penguins. Um penguins dealing with a slew of injuries at the moment they're on a terrible losing streak and i know they're bound to break that eventually i just don't like them to do it tonight Uh, they're on the road they're a favorite this this buffalo team is feisty as fuck. in fact my numbers say the the sabers outright win this one so yeah a ten dollar bet on buffalo so good news i'm on this game bad news
3: i'm not on the same (laughs) side as you uh, Pittsburgh, as you mentioned, have lost five in a row. They did manage to score five goals last night, and still managed to lose. Uh, I did win that game, but my thing with Buffalo is, yeah, their record looks nice. Yeah, their stats look nice, but they're getting fat off an incredibly weak schedule. They're beating the Blackhawks, and they're beating, uh, you know, these other garbage teams. I, even though Pittsburgh's playing with their backups, I think they can stop this losing streak, stop the bleeding. So I'm putting ten bucks on the Penguins.
2: I was just looking at Buffalo Sabres' strength of schedule in the East. they they says they're number two. Strength mm-hmm. of schedule. Mm-hmm.
3: Well, that's because the, the teams that they lost to were the good
2: ones. <laughs> okay, there you go. <laughs> uh, yeah.
1: Okay, um, they, they beat the Flames. They beat the Oilers. I mean, uh, you, they beat the Senators. I, I don't know. Like, I, they they lost the close one to the Panthers. They, you know, I don't know. Beat the shit out of the fucking Red Wings. I, I, okay cool any comments to speak I, of iceberg iceberg agrees with me he's on the buffalo money as well yeah uh, that's all that matters uh no that's it all right what do we that's ta- it. <laughs> what do we talk about today
2: that's we, it we hinted at the dgen and well, i hinted at. we brushed over the dgen power ranking because it's uh you know it's kind of boring this season yeah yeah mm-hmm. It's just kind of set in stone apparently so we'll see we'll see if that fluctuates uh, we talked about World Series. We talked about basketball and hockey, Max, and of course NFL trades and how the Rams fucked everything
1: up. That's it. Mm. That is it. It'd be imagine how good the Birds would be if they had a better uh, better quarterback. Like maybe if they had a Marcus Mariota or a Cooper Rush. You know, maybe, maybe the win or maybe, Justin maybe, Fields. Yeah, maybe the Birds would be like the number one in our D rank if they had just a, a, a better quarterback. I don't know. Uh hey, let us know what you think about our picks, your picks anyone's picks over on Twitter, at betting absolute, no matter where you listen up. Please highest rating cons subscribe, download and listen to every single episode. Panther take us home. God, I really want to take the sabres and fade you, but I'm I'm not gonna do that to you. So um I will take the New York Knicks on the money line.
3: We won't touch that hockey game then.
1: Arch, what do you got? I'll take the Sabres.
3: You're a dick. You're, kidding
2: me. You're an absolute dick. Oh,
3: fuck you both. Give me the Houston Astros. We got the Knicks, the fucking Buffalo Sabres, and the Houston Astros. We'll put those three together. That's your DJ Ed Farley. We're hanging out on Facebook, Twitter. It's the Book Club. Get in there and shoot the shit with us. Call us out by name. We'll holler right back. But most importantly, let us know what you did yesterday, what you do it today, and when it's all said and done, give us all. Make some money,
1: fools. Information on this podcast may not be construed to offer any kind
0: of investment advice or recommendations. Under no circumstances will the owners,
1: operators, or guests of this podcast be held responsible for damages related to its contents.
3: Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop.